Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also lo- also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Even with... I need the script here, man. Well, too bad. Sorry. You should know it by now. You We're think... on, what, episode 56? Yeah, I think you're right. You think I'd know by now, but you'd be wrong. I would be wrong. Yeah. I mean, come on. Get your shit together. <sighs> Three years of drama class for nothing. <laughs> Can't memorize shit. Anyway, um, so so backtracking here. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but we also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. And this week on the podcast, we will be talking about some adventures in hunting. Uh, me and Caleb have gotten some, oh, sorry, grammar uh, correctiveness. Caleb and I. Uh, have picked up some uh, Funko Pops recently. We're going to talk about those. We're also going to talk about our uh, pickups for Target Con. That's going to be fun. And then uh, Funko has announced um, Ad Icon Cereal. Um, and I think that actually dropped on the uh, Funko Shop uh, today, which is March 7th. A um, little too expensive for my taste. Yeah, just uh, a bit. Yeah, I think I might just go get the cereal at the Ad Icon. <laughs> I know, right? Ad like... Icons are for trade. <laughs> I could go for a bowl of Fruit Loops right now. I can go for a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Dude, I haven't had Fruit Loops in years. Damn, I don't I'm a... know if I've ever had Fruit Loops. Dude, really? I, uh, dude, I, I have. I I'm, have. I am the kind of person that I think Fruit Loops are a thousand times better than Fruity Pebbles. Really? Uh, yeah. I'll... I don't like Fruity Pebbles. I prefer the Cocoa Pebbles. Yes, those are good. But, okay. Back, let's get back on track here. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and then we got some Blu-ray news. Uh, this week's uh, release is Creed 2. So we'll be talking about that uh, and the exclusives that came out with that. Uh, with Through the Wall, we got a bunch of Suicide Squad 2 news. Like, a bunch. Uh, Idris Elba is in talks to replace Will Smith as Deadshot. Um, so... That's kind of sad. That is sad. Yeah, um, it's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, um, Joel Kinnaman will be out of Suicide Squad too, just because Rick Flag will not be a character in the movie. Um, and then got kind of a gen- what's the word? I'm like really messing this up bad today. This is like just really, a little bit. Like damn. Uh, we got kind of a rundown of what characters James Gunn might want to use for his Suicide Squad movie, which is like completely different than what we got in the first one. Like, I think literally the only ones that are returning are Deadshot and Harley Quinn. That's a bummer. Uh, I'll miss you, Captain Boomerang. <laughs> um, and then this week's sneak peeks, we got finally the second trailer for Shazam. Took took a couple months. Oh, so good. Yes. Um, and then we also got a uh, another trailer for Hellboy. Which Caleb, I forgot to put that down. Caleb, Shit. what the hell? My bad. You're welcome that I remembered. <laughs> uh, Whatever. We're even now that you forgot the damn intro. Okay, fine. All right, I'll give you that. Um, and then, after all that good jazz, we have our main event of the evening, which is our All Bros breakdown of How to Train Your Dragon. Referred to us by our good friend Vic at Tailgate Talks. So, thank you, Vic, for that recommendation. Yep. All right, what do you say we get to it? 
I say let's do it. All right. All right. So this week in Adventures in Hunting, um, Caleb and I uh, got. I can. Mm, I'm gonna butcher this whole episode. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> um, we picked up a couple of Target Con pops. Well, one each. Um, so got a little story here. Let's see, story time here. So Target Con was this past Friday, and me being the person that I am, I didn't feel like waking up early, so. Um, I didn't get to the store until probably past 10 o'clock. Um, and by then, a lot of them were gone. Because I woke up, I tried to wake up at 7 to try to get them online. But they, Captain Marvel and Darth Vader sold, both sold out like that. Like, holy shit. And I think uh, Michael Jordan did the same thing as well. That's surprising. Not really. That one, that Michael Jordan was like the most popular. Really? Yeah. Like, no joke. That's weird. I know, right? What do you got against Michael Jordan? I I don't know, honestly. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't follow sports enough to be able to have an opinion. We're the, we're the kind of guys that um you have you seen that episode of the Big Bang Theory when uh Leonard's trying to uh impress Penny and he just writes ghost sports on his stomach. That, yep. that, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and and I feel that's you too. Oh, that's totally me. Yeah. Except I wouldn't pretend to like sports for a girl. Okay. Respect. Respect. Mm. Got standards. <laughs> um, so I got there a little after 10, uh, and they moved them from customer service to the entertainment uh, section. Um, and I was able to secure for Caleb the last Captain Marvel that they had. Hell freaking yeah. And uh, they did not have any Darth Vaders left. Um, but we're going to come back to him shortly. Um, but they still had a bunch of Jack Jacks, Hedwigs, uh, Ewoks. I think, wasn't the ten other 10-inch an Ewok? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, literally, they still had all of them except for those two. Uh, and Michael Jordan. What about Toothless? They did not. The guy said he had one Toothless in the back. So I'm, I'm assuming someone bought that. Um... But they still had a bunch of the Wayne's World 2-pack, the Titanic 2-pack. They had a shit ton of the Lion King uh, shirt. Um, so yeah, the AF was pretty stocked when it came to this con. Um, so that was the only one that I was able to get, and I got it for Caleb. But as I was looking at the regular Funko section, I pulled out uh, a common Captain Marvel, and lo and behold, by behind that was the Captain Marvel chase. And I lost my shit. Okay, maybe on the inside, not, like, really. I wasn't, you know, like, jumping and dancing around because... I, oh, well, that's a significantly less fun story. I know. I think everyone was was thinking, like, throughout the entire store of Target, or at least through the entire right half of it, you could hear a squeal. <laughs> Next time. Next time I find a chase in the wild, you will hear that. Um, but yeah, I've it's been quite a while since I've snatched a pop that fast. And there was a little dent on the top, but I don't give a shit. I do not give a shit because I cannot believe I found this chase. I'm freaking out. Um 
So that's all I picked up for that day. And then actually today I went um, to Target before Caleb and I met up. And I don't know why it was where it was, but as I was heading towards the pop section on an end cap of movies, there was the Target exclusive Darth Vader glow in the dark. Um, I guess someone returned it or I don't know, but I snatched that bitch up so fast. And I, okay, I didn't run, but I speed walked to the check stand. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So both of us made out pretty well with uh, what pops we wanted for this Target Con. Mm -hmm. Because he wanted Cat. I would have been happy. I wanted Captain Marvel, but I didn't want it as much as Caleb. So, like, I'll maybe, like, try to get it if the value goes down a little bit in the future. Um, But I wanted Darth Vader the most. So. Yeah, that Darth Vader is pretty badass. Yeah, and the pictures of the glow is awesome. Yeah, so I'm really glad that I was able to secure one. Yes. Yeah. We also uh, we went out hunting today, and was looking around, yeah. and I actually picked up a few. I actually picked up more than you. Yeah, he picked up two Funko Pops. It's insane. Yep. I picked up the Captain Marvel Common, which I freaking love. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, so I think I've said this before, but there I didn't really want the chase. Like, even if I did find it, I don't think I would have bought it because I have the comic book Captain Marvel pop, which she has her mask. It basically looks like the comic book version of that chase. Yeah, yeah. That's really so nice. I have the one with her in no mask, just the common. And then, like you said, the Target exclusive one now. That glows in the dark, and the glow is freaking amazing. It's awesome. So, are there any other Captain Marvel pops you want to get? Not really. You don't want Vers or anything? No. Okay. I think I'm good on Not even on Goose? That front. No, not Goose. Why don't you want Goose? Because Goose is a cat. <laughs> Dude, they had, like, I think one left of the flocked box lunch exclusive when we were out. I was so tempted. <laughs> so tempted. But I resisted. I'm proud of myself. And then the the last one that I bought was the Bulbasaur. Uh, and apparently this guy is kind of like hard to find, at least in stores. Yeah, like I have a real. I'm not trust. I that va- the value of Bulbasaur better for, like skyrocket because I don't know about that. He's a common dude. I know because this this the lady that was at that sold this to me at Box Lunch. She's told me because there was a ton of them. Yeah. Like, so I was like looking through them, found the best one, went to go buy it. But, she, and I was going to put that one down because she said I couldn't use my two $5 off coupons at, on the same purchase. So I was like, all right, whatever. I'm, I, I guess I don't need Bulbasaur today. But she freaking, I don't know if she conned me or not, but she told me. Oh, Bulbasaur is selling really quick. And I'm like, oh, damn it. So I separated the two purchases so I could use the $5 off coupon on both. And I, I, it better go up, <laughs> is all I'm saying. At least to have him. Yeah, That's at least I have him. That is all that matters. Bulbasaur has always been my starter go-to Pokemon. They need, they, I really hope they release a Squirtle. I really do. Dude, they have to. Yeah, they do. Dude, can you imagine a 10-inch Charizard? That would be so cool. 
That'd be so cool. That's the only Pokemon I can think that really needs a 10-inch one. Uh, Pikachu got one. Yeah, that's true. 10-inch Jigglypuff. That, <laughs> I I don't know if I could not buy that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, damn it, I want that now. Like, really badly. <laughs> or a 10-inch Meowth. Don't tempt me, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> um, well, today I also uh, I only picked up one Funko Pop, and that was at Hot Topic. And because I had a five dollar off reward, um, I picked up. Okay, is it is it Red Robin or or is it? It's Red Robin. It's Red Robin. Okay. Yeah. I and guess I, that's and what I'm they call him. I'm not gonna sing it. Yum, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to have this one. It looks amazing. This and the Joker one, uh, like how he he's like wearing like a torn off face, which is super super creepy, but awesome. I still gotta get him. It looks fantastic. Um, but these two are like some of the best Hot Topic exclusives I've seen in months. These are fantastic. They're pretty great. Um, so I had to pick them up. And I only paid $8 for them. So you can't beat that. Be real hard to. Yeah, no kidding. Seriously though. Um, well, another good one that's come out this year, and I ordered it um, a couple weeks ago, so it should be coming soon. Or last week. Uh, Lilo. The Hulu Lilo. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, so... Those three are the best I've seen from Hot Topic in a while. What did you think of the Shazam one? What the glow that you were telling me about, and how like it kind of makes the logo look weird? Uh, I think I'm just gonna get the common. I don't feel I need to get the exclusive now. Yeah, I want to get Shazam and Freddy. Yeah, but the Shazam one, the glow in the dark, the so the the bolt. Yeah, is yellow, and it kind of changes the color with the glow in the dark paint. What does it change it to? So it's not; it's still yellow. It's just like a really neon yellow, and I don't really. Yeah, I'll have to look at uh, look at the glow after we finish. But yeah, the way you're explaining that, I don't like that either. Yeah, the glow isn't like super significant enough for me to want to get it. I guess yeah. Um, even though I, I thought the idea of it was really cool. Yeah. But I think that can be said by, about a lot of things. Yeah. You're not, that's what bad relationships are like. You don't love him. You love the idea of him. And that's my relationship with, uh, the hot topic Shazam. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, that was funny. Um, all right. Uh, along with also in adventures in hunting. Uh, we also got Ad Icon cereals. Uh, they are for Frosted Flakes. What was the other two? For, it was Frosted Fra- F- Flakes. Frosted Frakes. <laughs> Shut up. Smart ass. <laughs> uh, well, they're making Slimer cereal. I didn't know that. That'd be cool. So, I gotta eat that. <laughs> I gotta try it. Uh, oh, okay. So Frosted Flakes, Fruit Loops, and Captain Crunch. 
You mean crapped in crunch? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Gosh, you're a smart ass. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't just throw in the uh, the pocket pop into just a box of that cereal. Yeah. That's kind of dumb. How much are they selling for? I think they're like... Some I think a guy said like if you want them all it's like over a hundred dollars with shipping. Are you shitting me? I think so. For shitty cereal. <laughs> hey, you don't know if it's shitty. That's true. Yeah. Can you imagine if it actually doesn't taste like Frosted Flakes? It's like uh, you guys had one job, one job. Oh, they did they sell out? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Come on, people. You're better than that. <laughs> yeah, they're 30 apiece. Oh, bad decisions were made. Yeah, sorry, there are no products matching your search. I clicked on the link from Damn. Funko Pop Hunters. This just proves people will buy anything that Funko makes. Yep, pretty much. Oh, that's too funny. Dude, just to test that theory, they should release a pop that just says, shit, I took last th- <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> okay, wait. And it's- make it a Funko Shop exclusive and see how fast it sells out. Well, some don't. Like that one that was released today, like the Ninja Monkey or something like that. Oh, it's Ninja a- or uh, Monkey Assassin? Yeah, it's a cool looking pop. I yeah. Mean, but it's not $23 cool. No, it is not $23 cool. There are very few figures that are $23 cool. The only Funko Shop exclusive coming up that I really want to get, and I just bit my tongue, ow, um, is the Flocked Bullseye. I have to have that. That'd be So cool I'm one. really hoping I can get that one. I don't want to pay scalper prices. Because when it comes to Funko Shop ones, they skyrocket that shit. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, as well as with adventures and hunting, uh, the Blu-ray that came out this week was Creed Two. Um, I actually have not seen the first one. I saw the first one. Yeah, was it, it was all right. I'm not a big fan of Rocky movies. <gasps> like, I appreciate that. I appreciate them for what they are. But given watching that or something else, I'm probably gonna watch something else. Just between you and me, I've never seen a Rocky movie. At all? No. That's un-American. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that, that is un-American. But the first, the first Creed was pretty good. Okay. Uh, the sequel looks good. I mean, I haven't seen the first one, so I have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, But I think the only exclusive was the Best Buy exclusive 4K Steelbook, which is pretty cool. Uh, the front is Michael B. Jordan's character, and then on the back is Sylvester Stallone's character, and it's it. So it's a black. Uh, m- Excuse me. So it's a black glossy finished steel book uh, with. Um, I think they're both just like standing behind the two, or standing in front of the two. So, pretty basic, yeah, but pre- pretty I cool. Lo- it works. So, sometimes basic is better, and for this steel book, I feel. And for this movie, I think it works very well. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So, 
let's jump through jump through jump to wow i suck this episode let's jump to through the wall that actually would have worked if you would have said let's jump through the wall (laughs) damn it (laughs) that's true well can't change the past (sighs) i ruined my own good pun yep i suck oh yeah wow You've had a rough day talking. Yeah, I really do. Need to go cry after this episode. Um, All right, so with Through the Wall, we got a lot of stuff about Suicide Squad 2. Like a lot. Uh, First up, Idris Elba is in talks to replace Will Smith as Deadshot. I don't know how I feel about this. I love Idris Elba as an actor, so I'm okay with it. But, I mean, I've never seen him play this kind of character, so it'll be interesting. I'm upset that he's going to DC. Yeah, okay, I can understand that. But it also makes a little bit of sense since Heimdall's dead. Spoiler alert. Whatever, if you haven't seen Infinity War by now, you're un-American. I don't know if I'd go that far. Rocky, I get Okay, if you haven't seen Infinity War now, you're anti-human. Better. Much better. I like it. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how he makes this role his own. I wonder if it's just going to be like an older Deadshot. I would be down for that. That'd, that'd be, be very cool. That'd be way cool. But Idris Elba's got a voice that can melt freaking butter. He does. Like, it's freaking sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either him or James, James Spader. I want them to narrate my life. Sorry, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Those two. I'm like... Actually, wait. Maybe for, for Idris Elba, I'm like 7% gay. <laughs> Actually, I got three choices. Okay, so Idris Elba... Um. Oh my god, James Spader or Josh Brolin, but Josh Brolin's voice is Thanos. For narrating your life? Yeah, narrating my life. Okay, I was like going gay for because <laughs> James Spader's not exactly a looker. Damn. He's not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Josh Brolin, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's. he's mm. <laughs> well, before we both turn gay here, let's move on. Hey, I said seven uh, percent. <laughs> That's a number that I am completely happy accepting. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'd say ten percent. Ten? Yeah. Is that too far? It's up to you, dude. <laughs> no judgment here. Okay, good. I'm sticking with it. Ten percent. Um. All right. Um. I don't know if there's really anything else to say. Not really. Um, Considering he's like such a good actor, I'm not like scared or anything. Yeah, so. uh, like this doesn't worry me at all. Yeah, like he, I don't expect him to do worse than Will Smith. If anything, he's going to do better. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I feel. I don't know. I feel Idris Elba might fit more into this part than Will Smith. We'll just have to see, because yeah. I think this is a very interesting change. Yes, I completely agree. And I, from what I understand, this movie's supposed to be com- like completely ignore the first one. Oh, damn. 
but they're also calling it Suicide Squad 2, so... They better not just call it that. That would be rough. That'd be, that'd be so stupid. Yeah. Um, well, like I said earlier, I'll miss you, Captain Boomerang. My <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Um, Alright, the next bit of news we got with Suicide Squad 2... Uh, we got Joel Kinnaman out of Suicide Squad 2, sadly. Um, it's very... S- I feel it's sad to see him go, um, because I actually did like his um, part in the first one. Um, he didn't really get a lot to do, sadly. Um, but I didn't I didn't hate him in uh, what he was in. His role was a bit wasted, but he did amazing with the material yes. he was given. Yeah, he did. Um, so considering it's, I'm not, I don't know if I'm really sad to see the character go. I'm sad to see the, the actor go. Agreed. Suicide Squad was a bit of a weird movie. It It felt like it was supposed to follow Rick Flag. Yeah. But it ended up being a dead shot Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it it still was like trying to be like, it was kind of like a, uh, kind of like a bully being like, just kind of getting in the way where it's like, everyone's supposed to be focusing on you on Rick flag. And then Deadshot and Harley Quinn are like, look at me. (laughs) Okay. All right. Good analogy. I like it. Yeah. Like. Yeah, Rick Flagg is the kid trying to blow out the candles, and Harley Quinn and Deadshot blew him out first. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, any? Do you have anything else to say on that? Not really. Yeah. Um, sad to see a really good actor go, but I, I, if this, is, I'm not sure whose decision this is. But if it's his decision to leave suicide or to well, not do the, another Suicide Squad, well, so the reason, good on you. <laughs> the, yeah, the reason why I think is I think they came out and said that Rick Flag is not included at all in James Gunn's script. Hmm. So that's why. That's a little disappointing, yeah. but teach his own. Yeah. Um, all right, and then our last bit of through the wall news is also about Suicide. Blah. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad 2, and that is kind of like the roster um, that uh, James Gunn has released, Um, and I think I have some of those. uh, And it is bad. It is. At least one. One one was a very bad decision. Um, But no. The first one is the biggest one that was like, really? King Shark? Yeah. So basically Killer Croc. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, all right, so yeah, King Shark, Peacemaker. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with my DC lore. Uh, Rat Catcher. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, do you actually know who that is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a real shitty name. Uh, and then the best one of the bunch. He plans on, looks like he's planning on including Polka Dot Man. I have nothing to say. <laughs> hey, like you said earlier, at least it's not the condiment king. <laughs> oh my god. 
gosh. Or Eraser. Or Calendar Man. Calendar Man was actually in the uh, Arkham games. He was? He was. Oh. And he was pretty terrifying. Oh. But, yeah, Condiment King and Polka Dot Man. I think I'd take Mad Hatter over those two. Mad Hatter would be way better. Or Killer Moth. Killer Moth might actually be better pick than Polka Dot Man. <laughs> Dude, knowing James Gunn with how well he's, how well he is at making the underdog awesome. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure Polka Dot Man is going to be the outstanding role. Yeah, probably. I could see like it. everyone's going to be like, I want to be Polka Dot Man, and have. Every dad in the I don't know world how is just going to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to feel about kids walking around as Polka Dot Man for Halloween. Uh, that's going to take me some getting used to. Yeah. Um, So there is one piece of news that Caleb actually left out. And that is the social media embargo was lifted and we got our first reactions to Shazam. Oh, gosh damn it. You suck today. I know. Don't worry. Whatever. You forgot to... Tell me. Oh, I just can't talk today. That is very evident. Uh, okay, here it is. Ah. Talk amongst yourselves. What? <laughs> <laughs> or talk to yourself. How the hell am I supposed to do that? I don't know. You should have this shit pulled up already. I was online. I had to pull this up on Facebook. You couldn't pull open another tab? No. Why not? Because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see. So a couple ones we got here. Uh, Shazam electrifies the DCEU is absolutely... Or sorry. Okay. Let me start over. Shazam electrifies the DCEU. Zachary Levi is absolutely amazing as Shazam. Uh, Shazam is like Superman 1978. The Goonies and Harry Potter all rolled into one movie. Uh, another one is Shazam is big, goofy, lovable, and unlike anything DC has done before. Definitely in the vein of Tom Hanks big, but with superhero action and lots of Batman and Superman references. I dug this film so much, I wanted to give it a bear hug at the end. DC movies keep getting better. That's promising. That is very promising. I cannot believe that Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam are going to be like the cornerstone of DC. I know, right? Now. I never thought I'd hear that. All right, we got two more. Uh, Shazam is a super-powered big, super-powered big, and I loved every second of it. A colorful, vibrant, vital addition to the DCEU. Vivid, character-driven action. Heart-trending. Sorry, heart-rending. Heart my bad. Heart-rending central relationships and fully earned, totally satisfying emotional moments. Super hilarious, super thrilling, super awesome. And then the last one is Shazam is an absolute delight, super vibrant, tons of heart, and a great, fun-loving vibe. The family element is a big charmer, and so is the humor that comes with watching Zachary Levi explore his new powers. Said this after It, but it's but it's worth repeating. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, ignore like that last sentence I said. It was kind of weird. Um, but yeah, it looks very, very promising. Hell yeah. I'm super excited. So, this may even be a opening weekend for me. Oh, dude, it's going to be an opening weekend for me. Hands down. 
Super pumped. Are there any others? No, that is it. Cool. So, let us move on to this week's sneak peeks. Uh, all right. So, with this week's sneak peeks, we got our second trailer for Shazam. And not, I think it's a good trailer. Like, I really do. It gets me even pumped more for the movie. I think I like the first trailer a little more. Well, this one kind of just rehashed all the old footage. Yeah, it kind of did. Had a lot, it had a little bit of new stuff. Yeah. But not a whole ton. Yeah. I mean, there were... I feel the funniest part to me is when... um, I don't know the kid's name. Uh, Billy Batson's... Um, the uh, other foster kid he's with. Freddy. Oh, that's Freddy? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Who did you think Freddy was? I don't know, but damn, that just spoiled the movie for me. <laughs> I didn't know that was Freddy. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I kind of wish I wouldn't have asked. Well, you did, so <laughs> <laughs> deal with well, it. Well, shit. Okay. Uh, when he uh, says, oh, his name's, uh, was it like Princess Glitter Sparkles or something like that? He's like, wait. Uh, no, his, when he asked their name, he says he's Captain... Sparkle fingers. Oh yeah, Captain Sparkle fingers. Uh, yeah, and Zachary Levi turns around. He's like, "Wait, no, no, that's not my name." <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard at that line. Yeah, I think his name's pretty just self-evident. It's Shazam. Yeah, like unless he's trying not to copy the uh the wizard that gives him his powers. Well, this... but there's so much that we haven't seen. We're supposed to see. Because I'm I'm pretty sure Dr. Savannah uh-huh. is not the main bad guy. Oh. I think he's just kind of a side character hmm. to who the real main b- big bad is. Um, so, from what I understand, there are statues where um, Shazam's little cave is. Yeah. The wizard. Not the Shazam. <laughs> Uh, so where his the wizard is, there are seven statues, and they are supposed to be like tombs or representations of the seven deadly sins. And huh. those are supposed to be like demon creatures that come out and then like try to mess with the world, and then Shazam has to take them on. But Interesting. From what I'm understanding or trying to see is the Shazam family is supposed to come into play. And that's that would be badass. Yes, that would be really badass. Especially since some of the Shazam family kids are like really young. Yeah. Yeah, so Freddy's supposed to be one of them. He's the blue one. Okay. I have no idea how I did not know that that kid's name was Freddy. Did they mention that at all in the trailer? I'm pretty sure. I remember that. You can just IMDB it. Oh, well, I didn't. So see it that. shows like who's playing Freddy. Yeah. And then it shows later down the list a random brown-haired dude with no title under his name. I wonder who it is. And then it shows like all the other kids Zachary like Pedro Levi Standin. What? Zachary Levi Standin calling it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's 
funny because it's like shows Freddie or uh, Billy Batson or Zachary Levi, obviously, then Freddie, then little Darla, uh, a little like a Mexican dude, Pedro and Eugene and Mary. And then so it's like them being like the other foster kids. And then later down the line, you see a an older Asian man an older like Mexican dude with a beard and uh an old like a late twenty or early twenties black woman and then just some other brown haired girl. Huh. And you're supposed to be it's it's not a surprise anymore. The we're gonna get the Shazam family. Yeah. And I hope that we get to see at least a shot of them about to turn or like a group shot of them yelling Shazam together that would be awesome that'd be way cool but I don't want to actually see them until the movie at least maybe like show their colors off a little bit yeah without the faces do you think they're actually going to show anything else of this movie uh, when does it come out? April 16th? No, I think it comes out like April 7th. April 7th? Yeah. Ooh. I... That gives us... Gives them a month? I, I, April 5th. I'm going to bet that we get something... April 5th? Yeah. Okay. I am going to bet that we get one more trailer. Okay. In a couple weeks. Like, do you think, like... Okay, so it opens on April 5th. Do you think, like, maybe, like, the week before or sooner than that? I'm going to say week before. Okay. Maybe a week and a half. Okay. Yeah, that would be a... That would be a bit of a short time to that might if they do release it dc is usually good about putting final trailers out yeah that's true so but i mean i feel the um the time difference uh between the shazam and shazam trailer number two was pretty big the gap between them is it might be the biggest i've seen in a while yeah so i don't know i guess we'll find out um but I mean, I'm still stoked for this movie. Um, still looks great. I'm still like, because I someone else pointed this this out in the comics, and I'm sure it will be explained in the um, the movie just how like Billy Batson, when he's just Billy, he seems completely different than when he is Shazam. Yeah, like, he seems way more kiddish when he's Shazam. But yeah. I'm sure that will be addressed in the movie. I. I think that you could easily justify it by saying that he's he acts like all up macho when he's billy yeah and then when he goes shazam his inner child gets released because he's like oh shit i'm in an adult body and then that's where he's just like doing all the other weird stuff so maybe okay kind of like frees him to have a little bit more fun all right, okay, I could see that. 
just like a really basic justification for it. But yeah. I I wonder if they will address it at all. Guess we'll find out. Um. All right. Uh. And then our other sneak peek that we got this week was the trailer number two for Hellboy, starring David Harbour. Right. This it's Harbour. Harbour. My bad. And this looks freaking awesome. This was, I think, better than the first trailer. So much better yeah. than the first one. This one got me really excited for this movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm on board. The first trailer was following the comedic aspect of it a lot. Yeah. This one was a lot more serious. Which I liked. But also showed off that he is a freaking smartass. Yes. Especially and I at love the end. that. Like, oh my gosh, the ending is the best part of the whole damn trailer. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that David Harbour isn't trying to copy Ron Perlman. Yes, I appreciate that too. He's trying to make Hellboy his own, and I think he's doing an amazing oh, job so he's, far. He's doing I fantastic. think there are some things where he's a little Ron Perlman-ish, yeah. but overall, I think he's doing a very good job I at making this agree. his own. I completely agree. Um, I think with that end scene, Ron Perlman's uh, Hellboy would have been a bit more fighting, trying to like trying to fight back. Yeah, not really talking all that much, and he's kind of being the smartass through everything. That was, and that it just works, dude. And I I love that you can't really see David Harbour in there at all. No, you can't. It's insane. Prosthetics are amazing. Yeah, dude. Like I I, I'm, I have such a hard time seeing David Harbour in there at all. Yeah. I almost I compare it to how hard it is for me to see Sarah Jessica Parker in her character in Hocus Pocus. That's yeah. That's a good point. Like I can't I. I've watched this mo- that movie a ton, and I cannot see Sarah Jessica. Parker. No, you can't. You really can't. The other two, yeah, you can. Like you can tell the like deep down, you can still tell it's Bette Midler. Yeah. Um, and then I forget the other actress's name. Yeah, I Do forget you... hers too. Hers didn't really like. She kind of like it looks exactly the same. It didn't really look like they really applied any big makeup or anything. So yeah, but. I I love when I can't see the actor. That is always great. Yeah. I I feel that way with uh with a lot of people like with Chris Evans. I I don't see Chris Evans. I see oh, Captain America. Yeah. RDJ. Mm-hmm. You want to see Iron Man. Chris Hemsworth, you want to see Thor. So Scarlett Johansson's a little different. Cuz I I could still see Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I love the guy, but I kind of still feel that same way about Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner. Still seem a little bit. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because he hasn't had a whole lot to do. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, he's like, f- they're finally starting to let him do that. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's starting. He's finally starting to come into his own. Um, So. So which one are you more excited for based off these trailers alone? I think I'm going to have to go with Hellboy. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, nothing against Shazam. It's I think for me, it's really close. But yes. I'm a oh. little bit more just from this trailer alone. I liked Hellboy's trailer a yeah. little bit better. I think the uh... the ending alone makes this trailer, in my opinion. That one line, just how he's like, "Lady, it would never work. I'm a Capricorn, and you are insane." Like, <laughs> loved it. That was oh, so good. <laughs> I don't think Hellboy works any other way than rated R. No, same thing with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. You can't have these characters without cursing. Well, you can. Ron Perlman proved that you can. Okay. But I okay. think it adds a little It something. does. The only thing I'm afraid of with this movie is that they're going to overuse the F word. Yeah. Because there are movies like I talked about with The Star is Born that overused. And it yeah. takes away from the movie a lot. It's lazy. It Like, come up with more, like, with funny shit to say. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel that way with Star is Born. It didn't take me out of the movie at all, but I can understand where you're coming from. So. Well, cool. Alright. What do you say we jump into our main event of the evening? Hell yeah, let's do it. Alright. It's time! Time for the main event. Let's play game. Alright, so our main event of this episode will be our All Bros breakdown of the first How to Train Your Dragon movie. So, yep. uh, like I said in last week's episode, um, I had only seen this movie first, or, bleh, I, mm, I had only seen this movie once, and that was back in the theaters when it came out in 2010, I want to say. I think it was that long ago. Damn, boy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so sitting down watching it again, I literally felt like I was watching it for the first time and movie holds up like, holy shit. I absolutely loved it. Like, I hate that I've only seen it, uh, one time before this and, um, but the biggest thing that I appreciate, um, and I remember how amazing it was, was seeing this one in 3d because the 3d alone in this movie was incredible with all the dragons flying around everything was great in 3d but um yeah this was definitely a great movie to start this from what you said because you've seen the third one is pretty damn good trilogy it is it is a very consistently rated trilogy for me okay um yeah i i've told you this it's not a 100 percent movie for me but the consistency of quality makes it a perfect trilogy. Okay. It's what I like about um, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It feels like they're all the same movie. Yes. And th- this is the same thing. It They all feel like they group in together as one movie. That's awesome. I love that. That makes me smile. So we got this movie recommended to break down to for us to break down just by, as me <laughs> i know you freaking you're a curse knock it off sorry <laughs> um so this got referred to us or recommended to us by vic over at tailgate talks um we 
posted a uh, question of the week about it. We just asked what their favorite parts were. Or asked what the favorite parts. And Victor was actually the only one that uh, answered our question. So Thanks, Vic. So his answer for his favorite part was the... He says, I love the part at the end when he saves Hiccup and then the dad has a change of heart because they have to amputate Hiccup's leg and then he and Toothless are happy because then they're best friends and they both match. And I 100% agree with yeah. that. That's a, a damn good part. I love how when... um, Oh my goodness. Uh, oh shit, you might be referencing... Astrid, right? Yep. Okay. Damn. <laughs> uh, when she asks uh, Hiccup, you know, like, why did you save him? Why did you spare him? You know, why didn't you kill him? And I love that his reaction was he was just as scared. He was as scared of me as I was as I'm butchering this. He was just as scared of me as I was of him. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just thought that was a cool line that like. Even though it's two completely different, you know, it's a human and a creature, they both have the exact same feeling. And I just think that's cool that Hiccup had that exact same thing, and that's the reason why he did not kill Toothless. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of scenes that I liked from this. Uh, my personal favorite was when they were testing out his new flight, uh, when he could, like, fly toothless oh yeah that was awesome i loved that whole montage of him almost losing his little cheat sheet and then figuring it out and the 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 tense the intensity of flying through those rocks was just oh so good (laughs) um so for those of you that don't know we our new format system and I say new because we've only done it for four movies so far. Um, our new system is we split the movie into a bunch of different categories. So the story, the theme, uh, the acting, the character development, music, effects, costumes, and then the genre, like a genre-specific one, which this one was animation. Uh, animation adventure so we talk about how well it did as that genre and then at the end we come up with our final grade for the movie so first category story this was not a perfect one no it was a really basic story yeah but i feel like kind of it worked in its favor mm. um I'm tr- trying to think if there's like any really problems I have with the story, even though it's so simple. Um, the simplicity worked in its favor, but it also didn't give a whole lot of things to like think about. Like, good point. With the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, that story kind of it went everywhere. You yeah. can think about everything. Yeah. This it's only one thing. Yeah, and it's the a very narrow path. Focus of this was Hiccup, who is raised in a Viking town where he is, tri- where he was born and raised to hate dragons and want to kill them, 
where he discovers that he can train them and then like there's a different side to them and it's maybe them like it's his society that's the issue yeah and it works um there i had some issues with uh the ending a little bit because they're i mean how do you think this went um with they went to um they were after killing the dragons hunting the nest yeah and they like the final bat like the the conclusion of this was a battle with the dragons fighting the big dragon and it it's just kind of like oh that fixed everything yeah good point I mean, I don't know if this was just me I I mean you to go rewatch the scene again but it feel like Hiccup's dad kind of like like his um his like switch over to like wanting to do what his son was doing was like very abrupt it was okay. fairly abrupt okay i'm just making sure i'm not the only one here yeah so the story goes hiccup is not the strongest viking he wants to gain recognition and he the only way to gain status is by killing a dragon so he's talking about all the different types of dragons what that would bring his status um then the night fury comes and he catches it in a net uh injuring their or his tail and then from there he goes to kill him can't releases to or releases the night fury um yeah, releases the Night Fury, then the Night Fury can't get away. So he goes and, like, study, like, kind of goes to watch and. I don't know what to say, like, take care of, but it didn't start off that way. No, it didn't. Study yeah. their mannerisms mm-hmm. a little bit. And see, like, Braille pointed this out to me. They are extremely cat like. They are. That's a good point. I think some of them, like the uh, the big dragon, the what, the Gronkle, yes, is a little bit more dog-like. Yeah, but Toothless and a few other of them, very cat-like. That's very true. I like that a lot, actually. I mean, do you like that, or do you wish the dragons were more like dogs? I appreciate the 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 cat. Okay. The cat mannerisms. I feel it works more. Yeah. There's, it's kind of hard, like, dogs, they love unconditionally. Yeah. Cats, you kind of have to earn their love. Yes, you do. And that's something I hate about cats. (laughs) Well, tough luck. Yeah, well, I also think cats are spawns of the devil. But. That's your opinion. (laughs) No, it's a fact. No, it is not. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna post. That's gonna I'm gonna post that as a poll. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a poll and say, are cats the devil or are cats uh, angels? 
angels. They're angels. No, they're not. Kitties are angels. No, they're freaking Satan. No, they're so cute. <laughs> <sighs> I love cats so much. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it kind of follows follows that, and then he learns to train dragons or tame them a little bit. I was hoping you were gonna say, and then he learns how to train his dragon, or or yeah. And I was gonna say roll credits. Well, he he doesn't get to training until he learns to tame. True. And then he learns all these little secrets about them, like their tickle spot where it just kind of like deactivates them. Yeah, that was interesting. And, and how that's they don't actually like eels. yeah, their fear of eels. Uh. And then just all these other little tricks to kind of get them to do what he wants. And I think it was pretty cool how it was. he was able to do that and use it. But I also don't think that that would be, that would have been as well accepted with the training. Yeah, okay, good point. Because um, I think with the with his training... Or with what he was doing, they were being taught to attack dragons. And he was, like, doing this weird shit with their hands. He wasn't, like, doing anything to harm them. No. He was just calming them down to get them back in their cage. Yeah. And I think the, the only person that realized that that's what he was doing was his dad. Yeah. Like, even the trainer was just kind of like, oh, he's so good at this stuff. And then he's just like, what the hell? Or his dad was just like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> uh, like, this isn't killing dragons. Yeah, e- yeah, even Astrid didn't even catch on until he actually introduced her to Hiccup. No, not Hiccup. <sighs> Toothless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, The story was really good. It was. But I think I kind of want to give it an 80 really it's i don't think that's low not or not an 85 i don't oh well okay okay yeah maybe 80 is fair you think yeah because now that i see the lego movie 2 story is 80 now thinking about it yeah they kind of are comparable i should have hidden that so we could have been a little bit less biased so i'm hiding that Damn it. <laughs> yeah, so it's it wasn't a bad story. No, it's not. But it, it, there was a lot of things that just were just kind of like, eh. Like what? Yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that one. Um so the theme of this movie. This one What do you think? What the theme is? With the theme is, yeah. Um I f- I feel the theme is basically um finding yourself and not being ashamed of it. Yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. Um Yeah, I didn't even think about that. What were you thinking? Well, I was thinking more of like society's view just because they've been doing st- just because we've been doing something for seven generations doesn't mean we're right. Yeah. 
Okay, that's a good but one. But I, I think the finding yourself kind of works, fits a little bit better with that. Because oh. it's kind of like what finding yourself, even in a world of people that are different. Yeah. Just following what you're doing is a little bit better. Um, that's actually pretty good. Well, thank you. Damn. Um, did you have any issues with the the overall theme? Not of really. Just thinking about finding yourself, I think Hiccup has a very good story arc with that throughout the film. So what would your grade for that be? Like a 90? 90? Yeah. What do you think? I think that's fair. Okay. Okay, acting. I feel it was really good across the board. Um, I felt it was too. There were issues. So, like with the main character, so the lead actor, so um, Jay Bruchel. Yeah, there were some things with his that felt out of place. Like what? Um. Okay, so when Asteroid catches him taking fish to Toothless, yeah. Uh, when she is like whacking on him. Uh huh. Uh, when he, she drops the axe on his chest and he's like, "Why would you do that?" That I, it was uh, like it was lines like that where I was just kind of like, "No, <laughs> you'd be like suffocating, <laughs> like choking on your own lungs." Yeah. Okay. Good point. And there, were, I can't like list all the instances, but there were a few where the line just didn't fit. Yeah. Where it co- honestly could have just been a noise and yeah. fit better. I was pointing this out to Caleb when we were uh, out hunting earlier. Um, I don't know if it's maybe because he's a side character, but the actor, the character that Jonah Hill plays in this, in the How to Train Your Dragon movies, it's hard for me to like see the character and just the voice. Whenever I hear him talk, I just see Jonah Hill. Like it's really hard to see that voice coming out of that character. Yeah. Like and it hates it pains me to say that, but all I see is Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um one of the other main characters was uh the chief or Hiccup's dad, uh played by Gerard Butler. Oh yeah, he did play him. Mm-hmm. I really liked his his scenes. He was very good. Um do you know who plays a uh... The guy that always has to look after Hiccup, who has the peg leg? Yes. Uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, crap. Up. I know he's some Irish uh, TV host. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's probably someone I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I forget his name. Like, I'm super bad with... I want to know his character name, though. With names. Um, But he he did really good. He did. He was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Butler did really amazing at uh, portraying emotion. Like you could feel the love between that he had for Hiccup. Even like uh, when it came to like the emotional scene when he tells him like you're not my son, like that that hurt. Yeah, just proves how good of an actor he really is. Yeah, Gerard Butler's a. Is it Gobber? Yeah, Gobber. Craig Ferguson plays him. That's it. Gobber, I gotta remember that. Now, what was Jonah Hill's character's name? They have such 
interesting. Wasn't names. it like Snotlout? I think you're right. Pretty sure. I I might be wrong. That might be one of the twins' names. Uh, so the twins are Toughnut and Rough. No, you're right, Snotlout. Oh hell yeah! Nice dude, hell yeah. <laughs> David Tennant was in it. As S- who? Spitelout. Who the hell, Spitelout? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel you could say the sa- the same thing about a lot of these characters. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, dude. I wish that dude played Astrid. America Ferrera? Yeah, I didn't know that. Let me see a picture of her. Cause I know, cause she's the, I know the, main the name. Star- I I can't put a, a a face to the name though. She's the main star of a uh, superstore. Yeah, one sec. If Astrid was a pretty amazing character too. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. The acting from the lead was a little off the only ones that i feel had like a damn near perfect performance were gerard butler and ah shit what was his name again boggy no the uh other dude what other dude uh the guy that was watching over i thought it was boggy or bogger Right. Yeah, but what was oh, the actor's sorry. name? Sorry. Oh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Sorry, Gobber, not Bogger. <laughs> yeah. Rearrange so, the words a little bit. So him and Gobber were the damn were damn near flawless. Yes, I agree. Astrid was pretty good, but there was some lacking with uh with the twins. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And Jonah Hill's character yeah. was just. Uh. <laughs> that's the only problem with that it's just like oh, the, Jonah Hill's voice is just so distinguishable that that's all I hear Yeah. like I mean you could say the same the same thing about Tom Hanks with Woody or Tim Allen with Buzz Lightyear but I still see Woody and Buzz Lightyear I don't see those actors well I have a hard time putting Tom Hanks's face on himself because every time I hear him talk I'm like that's Woody <laughs> Right? Yeah, seriously. Like, even with Joan Cusack, with Jesse, like, all I, I don't hear her. All I hear is Jesse. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what it is. I'm a, I can actually distinguish her a little bit better. But we're not talking about her. Sorry. Apologies. So, what do you think? Is a, I'm thinking 85 yeah, on acting. I would agree. Maybe, if you get want to, hopefully. There we go. Okay, character development, and I think we should focus on Hiccup. Yeah, because that's really the only character that goes anywhere in this film. Well, and yeah. his dad. Yeah. Those really the only two. Everyone else kind of just stays where they're at. Yeah. More or less, the only thing that really changes about them is their acceptance of dragons. Yes, that's it. Um, which uh, the other of the their the other trainees. They were very quick to accept dragons. Yeah, they were. Like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, Hiccup knows how to train dragons? Oh, we're in. I accept them now. <laughs> um, 
So Hiccup, he he kind of has a self-image issue. He does. Um, like he wants to be the big, strong son of the chief, but he's not. And I think near the end, he starts to accept that he's different a little bit better. Yeah. And learns how to make that his own. Which I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I did find it funny that, uh, like, for, like, the first, probably, I think, like, 20 minutes of the movie, like, he is dead set on killing a dragon. That's all he wants to do so he can actually, like, move up in the tribe. But then, like, once, you know, like, he interacts with Toothless and everything, uh, he, like, talks to his dad. He's like, you know what? I think the, um, uh, my goodness. Uh, the village needs more, like, you know, knife sharpeners. We need, you know, village cleaners. I don't think we need more uh, dragon killers. You know, I'm good. I don't want to be a dragon killer. But yet his dad is, like, on board now. He wants him to, like, learn to be a dragon killer. I thought that was Isn't part. that just how it is, though? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. I I did not get a dragon killer vibe from him at all. Oh, no. Uh, it, he didn't want to. No. He, he didn't. I think he knew deep down that he didn't want to. Yeah. It was just when he was put up against being able to, where he felt maybe safe enough to do something and not run. Yeah. Good point. When it, when, yeah, when push came to shove, he didn't. Yeah. And then he's just kind of like, okay, well I can't kill dragons. So what am I doing? Or, like, what's my purpose? And then throughout this, he finds his fairly well. Then, uh, we also said the dad, right? Yeah, we also said the dad. The dad, very anti-dragon. Yes, like, holy shit. (laughs) His character development was rushed. It was. Because, like, I told you earlier, and you agree, like, it's kind of insane like how fast he's like oh you know what yeah i agree with my son dragons are cool now yeah and just like how how long was he out three days i think so when he woke up and found out like everyone's cool dragons now yeah like that's a really long time for a lifelong hatred of dragons yeah that's a huge jump (laughs) so i he had pretty good development when it came to uh his relationship with hiccup and it was just the development between his relation with his relationship of dragons that was a little like eh, yeah great. yeah i can agree with that so i'm thinking 85 85 too yeah music this one i i'm I want to give kind of high. I do too. The music worked really it was well. Fantastic. There was no like crazy songs that came out of nowhere. I, I appreciated that a lot. There was really, really no like um, hip songs or like nothing. F- when it came to the score, nothing felt out of place. Yeah. So the one song that stands out it like really hard in my mind is when they're doing the uh, the training where the the flying. Oh yeah, that mu- the the epicness of that was just that was fantastic, pump, dude. <laughs> that yeah, I agree. That was fantastic. Yeah, so I think, I loved that. You think so like ninety, ninety five. 
There were some times where it felt like they were repeating. So, I think 90. Okay. Okay, effects. Uh, So, I think we're just going to talk about, like... Animation? Animation. Okay. And this came out... In, in 2010. T- 2010. So, this came out the same year that Toy Story 3 came out. I really liked this animation. Yeah, I feel it works uh, for this type of movie. Like, I, I would say that Toy Story 3 has better animation. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a different kind yeah, of animation. Yeah, it is. Um, so, just for this type of movie, it fits really well. I had no problems with I the animation either. at all. Uh, 95? 95. What did you do? I didn't do anything. Sure, that's what they all say. Okay, costumes. How did you think the, uh, I don't the know costume wh- design? I don't know what it is, but Hiccup's costume kind of bugs me. It does! <laughs> Dude, it totally does! <laughs> the rest look fine. Uh, yeah, it's just hiccups that really bothers me. It it looked like someone that got like someone back to the future of him and he Marty McFly'd uh, the shit out of a Viking it, outfit. It seemed as though uh, when his uh, mother sadly left, his father's like, you know what, son, you can go ahead, dress yourself. And that's what he came up with. <laughs> it did like the, everyone else's clothing. Even Astrid and the other guys, they theirs felt very armor. Yeah, like it was like like more of a comfort, yeah, comfortable armor. Mm-hmm. But his his just looked like a sack <laughs> <laughs> with a freaking with some fur on it. Yeah, with a nice fur vest. Yeah, um, I think his he get his dressing gets a lot better in the, the other thank, movies. Thank goodness. But yeah, this one. Not not great on Hiccup's part, but everyone else looked amazing. Yeah, I, I so agree. like ninety or eighty five. I'm thinking eighty five because he was such a big part in this. Yeah. Movie. All right, so th- this one is covering the overall g- the genre of it. So okay. more of the adventure. How okay. well did it do? As an adventure movie. I think it did really well. Um, I feel um, when the stakes needed to be high, they were really high, especially towards the end, like when um, Hiccup is falling into the fire and uh, Hiccup has to literally dive in after him and risk his own life. Sorry, Toothless. Does that reference fail? It's not a reference fail, but I'm failing you. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Um, I I think it's... It was a powerful moment where Toothless had to risk his own life to save Hiccup. That he, um, he loved his, um, should I say owner? That or what would you call Hiccup and Toothless? Trainer. Yeah, there we go. There we go. He loved his trainer that much that he'd be willing to die for him to rescue him. Yeah. Um. I agree. Um, the stakes in this, even though. And I, I don't I hate when people when they talk about movies and stakes that they always say, Oh, they're gonna kill like they really expect us to believe that they're gonna try and kill off the main character. Like bullshit. 
That's not what it's about. Yeah, that's not it, the point. Yes, it's so like I think the a complaint I got about that was uh like in Punisher, like that movie. Yeah. Like Punisher almost died, but they're like or th- everyone thought he died or something like that. And they're just like, "Oh yeah, you expect us to believe that the Punisher died in a Punisher movie?" That's not the point. Yeah. The point is like he didn't know that he wasn't going to die. Like, it's not trying to fool you. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, imagine if you were in this situation, you think this dude's dead, but he's not. If anything, it helps the the character development even more. Yeah. Makes the character that much stronger. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to think of something that they tried doing that in. Because I know there was a Marvel movie where they tried this made us think that someone was going to die but they didn't so maybe like iron man in avengers they're like oh Oh, is he going to die or something like that like the stakes in this movie were real yes like it felt like things could go wrong really hard and there was just tension throughout yeah um i felt tension while hiccup was falling oh i did too uh, yeah, Especially he... considering he's falling into a literally a pit of fire. Yeah. Um, even during the training sequence too, when he fell from there, that oh, yeah. tension trying to get back to Toothless before shit hit the fan. Yeah. And like that felt real. Um. But yeah, fighting that big ass dragon that was awesome. That like was I, really cool. I almost got chills watching the dragon fly up because I I'm a sucker. For big images in clouds. <laughs> that That's fair. I can understand that. Like, I loved that creature in the, the Upside Down in oh, Stranger yeah. Things Season 2. I love that shot where it's like lightning in the background and you see this towering figure. That w- Isn't that how Season 2 ends? Isn't that the final shot of Season 2? I think two? so, yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was an awesome way to end it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I loved like seeing the lightning strike and then the fire, seeing the shit. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> um, just hearing the dragon just yell and then seeing his big ass image in the clouds, I loved that. It was pretty great. It it took me by surprise that that thing could actually fly. Yeah, no shit, right? I think it <laughs> took everyone by surprise. <laughs> Dude, I. I, I hadn't seen this movie in forever. So when he was like blasting the dragon and hitting it and I'm like, dude, you're going to piss this bastard off. <laughs> like I did. I forgot what he did, but he was just like ignite, like popping holes in his wings. And then when he was flying down, it was ripping. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> like you done goofed. <laughs> uh, Stakes felt real. Yep. Like, it felt like anything could happen, and anything did happen. Yeah, dude, no kidding. I mean, he lost his leg. That was- I appreciated that the stakes were that high. Mm-hmm. That they didn't pretend that, like, it. Di- they didn't pretend it didn't happen. Um, Very Thor Ragnarok-esque. Yes. I, I mean, agree. obviously, Thor Ragnarok got it from them. Yeah. If they did at all. but We'll never know. Yeah, but... Yeah, the stakes were real, and they don't ignore it, and I loved. Them. I I 
so much appreciated that. So, what are you thinking on grade? Like a 90? A 90? I think that's fair. Okay, and our final grade for this movie is... That was awful. Can yeah, I... that was. Come on. Sorry. I'll be better next time, I promise. <laughs> was a B plus. Woo! Well deserved. Very well deserved. Very well deserved. I actually highly agree with that score. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to find out if the second and third rank higher or lower or the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same. Yeah. But find out. If we will find out when we do that. Um, I think that concludes this episode. Yes, I agree. Cool. So, like we said, this concludes the uh, How to Train Your Dragon Breakdown. Final grade, B+. Um, so, next week, uh, we are going to be doing a breakdown of Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. We are going to go see it this Sunday. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Higher, further, faster, baby. I'm sorry I had to do it. I'll accept it. Yes. <laughs> um, if you like this episode and want to check out more, uh, you can... Oh shit! My <laughs> damn my little, really my little sticky notes are gone, so I have to like do this off the top of my head. So if you like this episode and want to hear more, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. We're there. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the All Bros, no punctuation, and. We are also on Twitter at the All Bros. Again, no punctuation. Uh, I'm going to be posting a question of the week. Uh, what did we decide we were going to do for Captain Marvel? Did we say favorite uh, MCU origin movie? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do our. So the question of the week is going to be: What is your favorite MCU origin movie? And give us an explanation yeah. of why. Uh, and we'll read those questions off. Or those answers, not those questions. <laughs> those answers off next week. Um, I'm also going to be posting the post on whether cats are evil or cats are not evil. Come on, guys. Please come through for me. Cats are amazing. <laughs> They're angels. No, cats are Satan. They're and angels. everyone knows it. Vic, please choose. Cats are angels. No, you can't pander to different or to individuals we never said that you know what bastard (laughs) fight you i was expecting uh well he's my cousin so he kind of has to agree with what i say well he doesn't have to he's his own person gosh rose (laughs) freaking communist (laughs) i apparently so i didn't know it was this bad damn (laughs) uh uh, if you guys have a movie recommendation for us, anything you want us to break down, anything you want us to do a Dreamcast on, anything you want us to do a showdown of, uh, you can message us on Facebook, t- message us on Twitter, 
you can message us at Gmail, which is the Allbros channel at gmail.com. Um, or you can go on our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Allbros, and we have a form submission. So send us an, your answer to that, or send us your recommendation or whatever the hell you want to send us, and we'll read it on the podcast next week. Um, video coming your way soon. Yes, very soon. Very, very soon. And we're going to be changing the format of that again. Yeah. Because uh, we feel the way that we haven't laid out, it's a little confusing. It's a bit confusing. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day when we're adults. <laughs> we'll get this down. We'll yeah. get this down. Um. Yeah, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Bye. I don't know. I wanted to try something different, and it totally backfired in my face. It did. (laughs)